ever go behind the rope and touch it? Only all the time. Do you ever like stick your head inside it? Yeah. Have you ever licked it? Nope. I have never licked it. I bet nobody in history has ever licked the Liberty Bell. If someone were to put pull that off, I dare say it would be, what's the word? Legendary. <laughs> okay. I had no idea where that was going to go because, it, <laughs> but the, out of context, it sounds different, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Utterly Useless Podcast, where you can join our, us to spend a fabulous time together with, across from me, you have the marshal of the podcast, Timmy Criddle. Hey. And next to me, is the Ted Mosby of I knew you I, wanted it. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> I was just like watching your face. Ted Mosby of the podcast, Brett Williams. Yes. And me. I I'm not I'm not Barney. <laughs> I would be I wanted Marshall, but I gave it to you, Cradle. What I was surprised too. I was like, who 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 am I gonna be? Hey, the Robin of the podcast. The Robin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably could be the Robin of the podcast. Try to think if there's anybody else that it could possibly be. I'm from the closest from Canada, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just be the Robin Shabaski of the podcast. All right, I, you know, kind of hot too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, today you're gonna have a wonderful podcast presented by us three. Listen kindly. Listen well. Here we go. All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right, my merit badge is it's called the identifier merit badge. Ooh. So today, this week, I've had to identify two things that were both brown. <laughs> oh. And do you want to know what the percentage of them were poop? hundred percent. No, fifty percent. Okay, good. Fifty percent chocolate, fifty percent poop. Sadly, I found the poop one at the bottom of my bare foot. Ooh. I was like, "Oh, what I step in? Oh, it's poo!" And then I got really mad, and then I had to clean the carpet too. And then number two was poop, and that one I just saw, and then I picked up with like paper towels, and I was like, and it didn't get on the carpet or anything. I was like, it doesn't give off a smell. But then I'm like, and I squish it with the paper towel. I'm like, and usually when you squish poo or something like, you know, it activates more poop smell. Uh-huh. Nothing. But it did give off a little bit of hint of chocolate. I was like, okay. Well, don't know where this chocolate came from, but see ya. So I identified two brown things. Mm. <laughs> That's my claim to fame this week. By smell. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been like, you know, brown recluse spider and some other things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yes. And you know what? You have a couple kids, so it it checks. It checks, yep. Now now the game is, whose is it? (laughs) That reminds me of, I think, the first uh, It's Always Sunny episode that I ever watched. Yeah, the one with the poop. Uh, With the the pooper that comes out of nowhere. (laughs) And then you... And they do this whole JFK situation, which I absolutely love. And then for me, like, at least it's always sunny, like, is 
a lot of misses for me personally and a few hits. And so I don't know why, but I've never really tried. Like I watched that one, I think probably with you or something. Mm-hmm. But that was a funny episode. Yeah. <laughs> like how like they claim Mation or whatever. <laughs> they both poop and it becomes one poop. <laughs> Cause if for the listeners and Criddle, because I don't know if you've seen it, Criddle, but where um What's his name? Why well, can't I think of Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito and I don't even Charlie Day. Charlie Day. They sleep in the same bed. They share a bed. And that's just what they do. And there was a poop in the middle of the bed. <laughs> and so one speculated that they both pooped. And they're showing this claymation of them slowly getting closer together and then joins forces to be just one poop. And then they do like some analysts and they're just like, well, we found chunks of newspaper and they're like that, you know, that, that's, that could in, be anybody. That could be anybody. And they're like, what? <laughs> so yeah, that was a funny episode. And like I said, I haven't really watched or kept up on any of them. I only remember like a handful of them, mm-hmm. but that's a show that I'm not like, oh, let's watch the next episode. Let's watch the next episode. Maybe I should. I mean, obviously it went on for ages. I tried to go all in after that episode and I bought the first three seasons because, you know, on that, at that time, nothing was streaming. And so I bought the first three seasons. First season was like, eh. Second season was like, eh. Third season was, I just checked out. (laughs) (laughs) That's too bad. All right, Cradle. What do you got for your merit badge? Okay, I got the annoyed with parking merit badge this yeah, week. Okay. Oh, so I live in a a condo, um, where parking is a a joke, and on Monday, I I I got home pretty late, um, l- later than my normal time. I got home around eight eight thirty at night, and we have assigned parking spaces. And I park my car in in that space every every day. And when I got home around eight thirty, there was a car parked there. And I'm like, "Whose Tesla is this?" <laughs> and so I'm like, "Well, I guess I need to find another spot." And um, they do have twenty four hour parking spots for uh, around the complex, but they're always taken. Yeah. And so I drove around the complex like three times looking for a spot, and nothing. And so I ended up parking across the street in, in like a church parking lot, but I couldn't stay there because they lock it every night. Oh, wow. And so I'm like, well, great. So I, I basically waited an hour for this Tesla to move because I didn't know where the owner was. Wow. So I didn't get home until like 930. Wow. That's when you get like your key and you write the message, not your space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I wish there was a better way to handle that kind of situation yes. other than just calling a towing company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Something needs to happen. So more, annoyed with parking. Because more than likely he was a visitor. Yeah, he was a visitor. Because like I, I eventually, after waiting an hour, I drove back around and they had left. Okay. So I'm like, Ugh. annoyed with parking. That's dumb. Mm. Yeah, parking always sucks when you're living in a like a communal area. Mm-hmm. I hate parking. Even in, even in my neighborhood, I hate when people park on the street. Like there's <laughs> got the only accent I've had in over like a decade was when I, I reversed out of my part my driveway, <laughs> and my sensor. I and I'm I'm a person that always pays attention, but you know this day I was a little, a little frazzled already to begin with. I was reversing and my little sensor didn't go beep beep beep. There's a car behind you. Watch out. 
instead it like because i guess i just as i was reversing i was reversing at an angle and so it didn't fully capture the car i was if i would have gone straight back i wouldn't have hit it but if i would have you know oh man so i i hit it just barely barely it was a good guy i knew the guy that i hit their car and but it's just like uh i hate that one and he's not from like my neck of the woods per se like he's a couple streets away but I was like, come on, why'd you park behind me? And then and then people just started parking back there all the time. I'm like, oh, apparently I've never noticed this now, but everybody parks on the opposite side of the street from my house. And now I'm very super conscious about not trying to hit you. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, my merit badge is I received... Uh, I guess I'm so gl- grateful that I didn't check my mail on Saturday because it totally would have ruined... Uh, the Christmas present Jeremy got me. So I found it uh, after church on Sunday, which was I received a reverse publisher's clearinghouse (laughs) notification where I was notified that there has been an HOA assessment for about $5,000 that is going to be, you know, they were kind enough to divide it into uh, two $2,600 increments. So, and, and the how thing, many increments? Two. two so okay. yeah. So it was one of those things where the instant I saw it, like, and it was funny. I I talked to my neighbor yesterday, and she just goes, "Well, what do you also think about like you know now they're changing the because the president of the HOA and the vice president now have three dogs and they've changed basically the bylaws for that. What do you think about that?" I go. I stopped reading after you owe $5,000. Like mm-hmm. I immediately went from extremely happy to like just seeing nothing but red. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I rang your doorbell because I wanted to complain to somebody and you weren't there. And she goes, I was probably upstairs just festering and being mad. And so then I went to my down, downstairs neighbors and complained to her for a while. And then I went on a, like a two and a half hour walk to calm down. And then... I submitted to the HOA, a, uh, the publisher's clearinghouse uh, people, a um, angry email uh, telling them how cowardly and chicken they are for this just like arriving. There was no notification. There was mm-hmm. no like, hey, let's, you know, uh, this is what's going to happen. We're very concerned about this because, yes, there is a concern. My place is old. And a couple of HOA presidents were corrupt and probably stole from the pot and it's been in disrepair. But to have a congratulations, you now owe $5,000 show up on your doorstep and you have a month and a half to pay it. Wow. Yeah. So everybody got that, huh? Everybody got that. Wow. That is messed up. That is really messed up. Yeah. And so, and it was funny because I was, as I was talking to her, I was like, you know, I've always been holding out hope that I wouldn't have to pay it, it or whatever. Like, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe all of us could gather together, get our torches and pitchforks and, you know, I could grab Norm MacDonald <laughs> and we could assemble a mob. And have a mutiny. <laughs> and, and have a mutiny and rise up. But as I was talking to my neighbor who was a former uh, HOA president, she's just like, I've already, you know, gotten a loan for it. I'm like, oh. So there's no way around this. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yep. That's sad. Yep. Oh, well. 
I, I it, you know what? I'm a lot happier about it now than I was a week ago. Yeah, so I bet, I bet. acceptance, <laughs> acceptance. Yep. Yep. What, yep. what stage is that? <laughs> is that the last stage? Yeah. <laughs> spin the wheel. All right. We have spin the wheel where we have 10 categories of questions. We're going to spin this wheel and decide who's going to ask what. And I'm up first and I get desert island. Okay. Would you rather, on a desert island, have a satellite phone that cannot be traced, so you can call anybody you want? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, do you know your refrigerator's running? <laughs> <laughs> that, w- <laughs> that would be a, quite, kind of a source of entertainment there, <laughs> just calling everybody. What happens if you call 911 on the satellite phone? Uh, they're just like, uh, please stand by. And I'm like, I have been. <laughs> I've been here for a while. <laughs> or have access to a TV with every channel. Mind you, it's channel, not streaming. Um, I will have a TV with every because t- it's a satellite phone that cannot identify my location. But you could call me. Yeah. Like, hey. Like, hey, how's it going? Would you hold up your? I didn't go with the TV. Would you just hold up the, the your phone to the TV and I'll just like listen? That'd be the sad thing. Is like, imagine like five years later after you know Brett has his cell phone and we've never found him still, and then Brett calls again. Oh, it's Brett. It's so depressing. He's he's just he's gonna send it to voicemail. <laughs> what you watching today? It's like, I know you're home. (laughs) I know your schedule. We've talked for years now. (laughs) You've called all these random numbers and become buddy-buddy with them. Somebody finally rescues you, and there's these numbers carved on trees. (laughs) Like, what do these mean? (laughs) Oh, that would be so funny. Yeah, you you leave, and then years later, they some like modernized, you know, Disney companies is like, you know what? We could like build like kind of like an Atlantis resort on this desert island. And then they kind of start seeing all these numbers and they're like, this is so interesting. They look fresh, but it doesn't, they don't make sense. They're just random numbers and <laughs> they could be phone numbers, but why would they be here? Who was here? Why would, this is so far away from America. Why would they be here? Oh, well, actually, some of these are foreign. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the TV too. That's a hard one for me. I'd want the TV, but I also want the phone to like talk to people. But also at the same time, it wouldn't be that entertaining and it'd be more depressing. Yeah. I would eventually just start talking to the TV. Yeah. Like, like an old person. You know what? I'd go with TV because they get sports too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's when you like decide to like fully embrace your like sports fandom. And then you start screaming at the TV and just like, you know, that was a foul. How did you not see that that was a foul? I know. You I, blind ref. I'm like probably thousands upon thousands of miles away from this. And I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you can go on rants as much as you want and just, you're good. <laughs> All right. Curly, you're up next and you got, would you rather? Would you rather watch all movies and TV shows in claymation? <laughs> Or watch all movies and TV shows as though it was a stage Broadway play performance. I'd probably choose a Broadway <laughs> play. Because <laughs> first of all, 
I learned from community that when they did claymation, I did not really enjoy it. But they were also <laughs> singing, I think, in that episode too. But in Broadway, where they're not singing, are they? I mean, it's optional. It's optional to the director, right? It's optional to the director. Okay. But it's all your movies you've ever watched. It would be essentially transformed into a, some type of stage play. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm going with Broadway <laughs> stage play. Uh, I'm going to go with claymation. And my <laughs> rationale for it is I did kind of grow up on some claymations. But also, I think one of my favorite parts of any sort of claymation was the yarn <laughs> throw up or whatever throw up on uh what was it the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that was so funny oh i don't feel good <laughs> <laughs> oh I, i've always appreciated the yarn throw up yes i'd go with claymation too i guess i guess you got a point there because special <laughs> effects mm-hmm. are very minimal probably in a pl- production there's, yeah, only, there's only so many fireworks you can put off. Fireworks, puppets, smoke screen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Claymation is more enjoyable. You'd have to wait for the setting change, you know, the the, sta- oh, yeah. the stage crew coming in. <laughs> oh, do I, I get the stupid piano? Yep. Oh, uh, like when they, in between, like when they're doing the shuffle of uh-huh. scenery. <sighs> no, I'm still going with, I'm still going Broadway play. They both suck. I still, I'm not a big fan of claymation. I never was. Gumby was, I never was a fan of Gumby. I was always amazed with Gumby because it's one of those things where they, he literally could do anything and then suddenly like he's in a problem and it's just like, you literally can do anything. Yeah. Like, how is this a problem? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I swear the two red guys, they knew exactly how to, yeah, use their claymation to their advantage. Uh-huh. All right, Brett, you're up next and you got... How much? All right. So um, I have bought some of this stuff as like a reserve just in case, you know, electricity gets knocked out. But I I tried it and I don't know if I like it. So I'm glad it's an emergency thing. But how much would somebody have to pay you to chug a whole gallon of un, uh, unsweetened almond milk? A gallon of it. So that's even more than what yes. usually comes in. Uh-huh. To chug it? Yes. Hmm. At this point, I'm just... Question. That probably wouldn't curdle, right? No. Oh. I mean, no. it, it's funny because <laughs> I, I bought some a little while ago and it was, you know, past the sell-by date. And then I, like, Google, like, how late can you hold on to almond milk for? And they're like, yeah, probably about eight months past the date. And I looked at it. I'm like, oh, this is like five years past the date. And so the weird thing is, is I'm sitting there like, well, I have a couple of of these cartons. So I'm testing it. I'm like, this tastes nasty. But I'm like, does it taste nasty because it is nasty? Or does it taste nasty because it is five (laughs) years past the expiration date? It is one of those, I don't know. One of those mysteries (laughs) in life. We just don't know. I mean, uh, long story short, I threw it all away. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured that's where you're going to go. Um, to, I mean, I think I want to be paid for my time. I, w- I would do it for like a hundred bucks. It's right? a gallon? A gallon of a gallon. unflavored almond milk. Yes. Um, yeah. Somebody drops a hundred dollars, preferably 200. I'd rather take 200, but yeah, I'll do it for a hundred. There's no time limit, right? No. 
But it's chugging. So chugging I mean, it's not a, like the the one hour gallon. Challenge. Oh, so it's not. No, no, that that'd be that would because you said chugging. So there, yeah. I feel like that implies uh, chugging quick. Well, chugging is you know as I believe it should be as quick as possible because and people are around you going to be chanting chug 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 okay. chug. Forty-seven dollars, and then half of it oh, goes wow. half of it goes down your face, and your body. You're like, I'm chugging. Forty-seven dollars. Mm. Forty-seven. Yeah. Why not? Not quite fifty. Not quite fifty. It doesn't feel like a fifty. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to break a fifty for this. Whoever's paying you. Well, right. if it's, in, it's inconvenient for me. It's gonna be inconvenient yeah. for them. Except these days, people just Venmo. So you know. <laughs> and you're like, no, I want it in cash. Cash ones only. So this made me think of this TikTok I saw the other day. Um, so I saw this and I'm I'm curious, but I'm not curious enough to try this. So the thing is, is they believe if you blindfold somebody, put cereal in a bowl and like have three or four bowls, whatever, they did it with like five or whatever. But essentially what it comes down to is you could have two bowls with cereal in it and one could be water, one can be milk and you cannot differentiate. And I'm like, how is that not possible? And so they did it. And this guy had no idea what was was water. He's like, they all taste like water. It's like, how does. Were they using skim milk? They did use skim milk for one, but they did use all like this. Like I said, they use five different kinds or four different kinds of milk. So use like 2%, 1%, whole milk, skim milk, (laughs) eggnog, Eggnog. (laughs) chocolate milk, heavy cream. And And then they, I mean, then they used almond milk too. Oh my word. I, I am so fascinated by this. I almost want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I almost want to do this. Yeah. And so when he took a bite of the watery one and he's like, uh, that's probably 1%. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh. They, I mean, he rightfully called the almond milk water. And I was like, okay. That, what that, what that kind of cereal out. was it? Yeah, that's how I was curious. Um, yeah. I didn't really say what it was, but it kind of looked like... um, I don't think it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but uh-huh. it had like the square shape of those. Okay. So I think there's those ones with ridges on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like there's squares. Crispex? Oh, no. No. They're flat, but they're like bumpies, like, um, what's it called? Life? Like ruffles. ruffles. Okay. Oh. Ooh, life is good. Yeah, I have, I've had life this week. Um, it goes no. soggy fast, though. <laughs> it yes. does. No, they're just flat, solid, no holes, but then just ridges like ruffles kind of thing. I think that's the ones. And I I swear I've eaten those before somewhere, but who knows? And he did things that were like, he would he would eat it with a spoon, and then he would end up just drinking the milk too. Ooh. And he still he couldn't. still couldn't tell. Yeah, it's an interesting challenge. Yeah, yeah that is so fascinating. I'd yeah. like to try it, but at the same time. Because I'm like, no, I would be able to tell. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of cereal, I saw that they have Peeps cereal. Oh. And that just sounds gross. And then I shared that with my brother-in-law the other day. And he said, oh, have you seen Peeps Pepsi? And I'm like, Oh, what? yeah, I've seen that. I saw that. Oh, that sounds so wrong. Peeps is trying to be cool. Pe- I saw a thing just the other day for Peeps, and I was like, you're trying. The only <laughs> thing that's cool about peeps is putting them in a microwave and watching them expand. It's so true. While petting a cat and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue on. I got random question. Okay. Could you eat 10 bees that are alive 
for ten thousand dollars. So essentially, a thousand dollars per bee. Yep, exactly. <laughs> no, but you have to eat all ten of them get to get get the money. No, I could not. That would just freak me out. Just, wait. Okay, question: Could I do? Do I have to do all at the same time? No, I can, can do, do it one at a time. Can I like hold one in a tweezer, remove the stinger, and then toss it in my mouth? No. No. Nope, I can't do that. That's just too freaky. I, I would do it, but it'd be definitely that's quite the spectacle, I feel like. Yeah, you got to shake the jar before you, <laughs> before you go. You know what? I would prefer How about this? paying you $5,000 for that rather than paying $5,000 to my HOA. I would prefer that. <laughs> I will give you this. If you want to, you can put them in the fridge. So they, they slow <laughs> so down. They slow, so they kind of fall asleep. Can, yeah. you, can you microwave them? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'd have to like lick them all off the, the walls of your microwave. You start I, seeing them explode. I've never thought of microwaving bugs before. <laughs> that is one thing that has never entered even my youth's mind. Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cradle. You're up with what would you have done? What would you have done if you woke up one morning and found that you were 13 again? So would it, would it be like, you know, for me, like the nineties when I was 13? Yeah. Oh, I would do so many fist pumps in the air, <laughs> run around. I'd like knock do the on, Macarena. I, I would, I would knock on my, I think the first person's door I would knock on, would be Jeremy's door and be like, Hey, do you remember being adults and stuff like that? Or, or maybe it was just like all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I was 13 again, and I obviously I'm remembering all this, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I'd have so many stock tips for my dad. <laughs> I've always thought about that. I'd be like, Dad, that's what you need to do with your money. And he's like, how do you know about all this? Like, shh. You're like, just do it. <laughs> Let's see. When were you 13? Were you? Because I'm, I'm, what was it? Uh, 13, I was like, what year was yeah. it? 13, 1998. 1998. Oh, so about that time, the movie Frequency came out, and you'd be like, there's this movie Frequency. Let's talk about this and let's look at this because you remember he goes in the yeah. past, tells his friend to buy, buy Yahoo. Yahoo stock, yeah. and then and was yeah, like, I'd be like, Dad, I've seen all these movies. Uh-huh. I can tell you from beginning to end. You pick a movie, I'll tell you exactly what it is, <laughs> like the whole story and everything. To prove that I know what's going on in the future. Do you want to be even more wild if, like, when you were 13, that there was, like, you know, not, like, of the United States because, you know, but, like, you're, like, you you know that, like, there is, like, a leader in Africa who gets assassinated and you're, like, okay, in two days, the, uh, this African leader is going to be assassinated. How creepy would that be? A kid just told you that <laughs> in two days he's going to be assassinated. Look what power I have. It's like. Okay. Okay. What else? Did you do that with your mind? Yes, I had yes. mind control. Yes. <laughs> I can be a little frustrated too. Of like, you know, you know, a bad movies coming out, and everyone wants to see it. And you're oh like, yeah, uh, I've well. already seen it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, start, you start warning people. Don't worry. Um, you know that the village is gonna be a huge disappointment. Don't no, but it. it looks so good. You're Don't gonna do it. Yeah, that's what I realized. You're gonna be that kid that that you know the lying kid that says he's watched stuff. Before it came out. Oh, yeah. You're that kid, except you're not lying. Yeah. So <laughs> everybody's going to just think you're a liar, except you have very great 
hindsight. Yeah, you're yeah. like, wow, that kid like didn't he knows about like we just barely saw the trailer for Jurassic uh, uh, Jurassic Park three. He knew that that was not going to be that good of a movie. Not huh? that he knew exactly what the story was. <laughs> uh, and then like you of course those ones that are not popular you need to watch this this is gonna be great like, mm-hmm. no it looks dumb no no it's good you'll, you'll like it <laughs> awesome powers you can't wait uh-huh all right um brett you're wrapping us up with could you fight it all right so this comes back to maybe around the time when i was 13 or whatever could you fight a robotic Richard Simmons. <laughs> That's on the Simpsons, right? Yep. Oh, no, it's a robotic Richard Simpsons. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Um, yeah, I feel like I could. Because he's not a fighter. It's like, you know, he's a dancer. He's a dancer. But, it's a dance off. He's sweating to the oldies while you're trying to, you know, fight yeah. him. Yeah, I, I could fight him. Yep, it'd be a fun fight. It'd be a good fight. I think he wouldn't fight. I would just have to put some disco music on. Oh, on, yeah, there on you go. repeat and just sit there and wait till his battery dies. <laughs> oh, there yeah, you go. that's a good way to f- defeat him. <laughs> and bring over some some fat food. Yeah. And some ice cream. You want some? You want some? Oh, okay. can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, now we got channel surfing. So if you ever lived back prior to the 2000s even a little bit a little bit into the 2000s there was a time you were surfing the channels trying to find something to watch and you always always that time where do i stop and watch this show or do i keep changing the channel to find out if something better's on this is that game reincarnated uh so i'm gonna roll a die here it's a d12 and the minimum is three so you're at least getting three move three channels. And so here we go. All right. Channel one. TV turns on. American Hustle, 2013. Do you stay on this or do you just flip the channel? Never seen this. The David Russell or Russell movie. I don't know if that's his name. Is that the director? It's the director. Probably. It's but it's Christian, got the all-star cast. Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. Jennifer. I thought you Jennifer. have this, Brett. No. Oh. American Hustle. No, I've, I, re- I can see the cover in my head, mm-hmm. but I've never watched it, and I don't have it. I watched it, and I lost interest and didn't finish it. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, well, everybody loves it, so I'm just like, what did I miss? <sighs> no, I'm going to pass. It's probably rated really high, but I don't care. Uh, I want a little more entertainment, so next. Okay. Hot Shots Part 2. I'm watching. <laughs> sure, I'll watch that. <laughs> All right. And just so you know, for funsies, Justice League Gods and Monsters 2015 mm, was next. That's not too bad. It's okay. The Imposter 2012. Never seen it. Wait, who's, who's in The Imposter? Uh, people I don't know. It okay. It's like it's a... Um, it's might a be a foreign film. Foreign film. Okay. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Never been a fan. The last one was Conan the Destroyer. Oh. Yep. Nope. So you guys picked wisely. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get your next TV up and running. All right. We got our number here. All right. So we are going to turn on the TV. 
And every time I do this, apparently all the settings change, which I'm just so confused by. Okay. TV turns on. You're watching Everest 2015. That's a... Josh Brolin, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought that was the uh, IMAX documentary on Everest. I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to watch that, but it's only 45 minutes long. <laughs> um, I'm... Next. next. If maybe if it was Dante's Peak, possibly. Yeah, I'd watch Dante's Peak. Oh, I love next. Dante's Peak. All right. Next movie. My Spy 2020. My Spy. Is that, that Owen Wilson? No. No. Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy? Dave Bautista. Oh, Dave Bautista. Oh. Hmm. I'm thinking of just Spy then. Um, yeah. Next. <sighs> next. Next one, Shrek 2. Hmm. Next. <laughs> I'd yeah. Ra- I'd rather watch next. the Weather Channel. And the next one is Beast of No Nation, 2015. Uh, a summary. All right. Let me get that summary for you. Based on the experience of Agu, I think, a child fighting in the Civil War of an unnamed fictional West African country follows Agu's journey as he's forced to join a group of soldiers. While he fears his commander and many of the men around him, his fledging childhood has been brutally shattered by war raging through this country, his country. And he is first torn between conflicting revulsions and fascination. Next. Oh, man, this is like one of those uh, paper bags floating in the air type movies. I will let you know that Idris Elba Elba is in the movie. Uh, Next. McFarland, USA, 2015. Oh, that's Kevin Costner. Yeah, I've actually, I forgot about this movie. I think I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it. I never watched it. So you know what? I think this is going to be better than the Weather Channel. So I'm going to watch it. (laughs) I'll go next. Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, 2009. Sure, I'll watch it. Okay. The last two were This Means War and Rumble in the Bronx. This Means War is a one-time watch movie. I didn't enjoy it the first time. I don't know why. I swallowed a fly. Rumble in the Bronx. Is is that... That's the Jackie Chan one, right? That is... Yes, the Jackie Chan. Okay. (laughs) Rumble in the Bronx. Okay. Uh, Way back when Jackie Chan was in almost everything. Yeah, I like 90s Jackie Chan. 90s Jackie Chan was great. Shanghai Noon, I rewatched that. Still holds up. Oh. Um, okay, turn on the TV. This is the last round, by the way. Encounter 2021. Um, no, I'm not going to encounter this. <laughs> Next. The Thing, 1951. Watching. Oh, and it has the subtitle, The Thing from Another World. Yep, watching. Uh, I'll tip fate. Next. Okay. Police Academy, 1984. Yes. I'll watch it. Okay. So I did not keep track of the ratings at all this time, just so you know. <laughs> Everybody's a winner. Yay, we all <laughs> win. So the remaining movies on this one, this was the longest one. It was a 12. It was Dragon Ball Z, Dead Zone, Ooh. Mile 22. Mm. It's a Mark Wahlberg movie. Maverick, 1984. Ooh. Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, mm-hmm. Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. Little Indian Big City. That's a foreign film. Mm. Unhinged, and the new Alice in Wonderland. So, yeah, 
I'm fine with the, my thing from another planet. I would have been happy with Police Academy or Maverick if it was me. Yeah. All right. All right. I that's, just that's did, new. Yeah, that's new. <laughs> All right. Well, if you listened to us last week, and if you didn't, you should. We are doing March Madness with action movies, the most rewatchable, specifically action movies. So we are going to continue this. Um, last week we definitely had a lot of um surprises, if you ask me. <laughs> I did not foresee well, especially the last little bit there. The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, I think I didn't see that coming. So I'm going to uh, I th- I think it's fun when you come across a movie that, you know, changes and requires you to rethink every single one of your opinions because I don't feel as though like I'm one of those uh, get off my lawn type of people (laughs) for doing that. So, All right. So we are going through. So last week we went through the first, I call it quadrant Mm -hmm. division, whatever it is. Now we're going through the the bottom of that, the one that's underneath it. If you were visualizing the bracket like I would, we're doing this bottom half. So number three spot, which doesn't deserve it, is Demolition Man. And number 30 spot, which deserves so much better, the Avengers. Okay, so I'm going to do an unpopular opinion. I, I know what you're I think do. the Avengers first movie is probably the most boring Avengers movie out of them all. I'm going with Demolition Man because of the three seashells and also <laughs> many other reasons. See, my problem, so once again, this is rewatchability. Uh-huh. So I feel like there's so many times in Demolition Man where it kind of gets to a slow crawl. Yeah. Of the story. It gets like, um, I think once you, you are introduced to the future, you're understanding that Taco Bell is the only restaurant that lives through the, the, uh, food wars or whatever it is, the Uh restaurant wars that like, Oh, once all that's settled and the story plays out and they're chasing, um, what's his name? Um, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. What's his character? uh, Do you remember? Is it Dexter Simon or something Something like like that? Yeah. Like that one, that story actually is not that interesting to me. I actually care way more about the world they created. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like the, the whole, I, I, I love. And Sandra Bullock. S- Sandra Bullock is great. Rob Schneider is yeah. also great in that movie, too. But I think that the first Avengers movie is so boring. Like the only thing it has going for it is the end when they all assemble. Like every single thing <laughs> else is like. You know, watching Jeremy eat a five bees would be more entertaining than the Avengers movie. <laughs> All right. Well, I disagree because I think Avengers is more entertaining. I'm going to put my vote for Avengers. Yeah. Criddle? You got to be kidding. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we, we love doing this to you. Gosh. Have you you've seen Demolition Man? I've seen Demolition Man. Um, so runtime wise, I mean, you're you're looking at two hours for Demolition Man. Whereas Avengers, you're looking for what two hours twenty minutes. Demolition Man is that long? Wow! Wow! I don't know. That's my guess. It's about two hours, right? I, I don't know. I Somebody just, fact check me. I yeah. feel um, like the '90s were like you know. Slower. I bet you. I bet you it was close to two hours. Um, but so Demolition Man, I I do. It's the interesting concept it of is the movie. One hour and fifty five minutes. So good on you. Dang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Demolition Man, I don't remember. A ton about it other than i sylvester stallone wesley snipes it's like a a cat and mouse chase almost um and i do like the world that they built Mm -hmm. it's very interesting 
question did did you guys any of you appreciate um who's that grumpyish actor he's a, leading the rebellion oh what's his face i know exactly who he is he was on um he's like on the ref yeah he's, um he's on that like firefighting show on fx back in the day yes i can't think of what his name is i, I will look that up but. and he's also on ice age um wow i cannot think of his name but yeah i'm just curious did you appreciate him I I think his his performance and his story were lost on me. So Dennis Lurie. Dennis Lurie, yeah. So hmm. I mean, he pl- his plays a, yeah. a an angry person. So I mean, you know, good on you because like you basically you're he's he's a comedian who is kind of an angry comedian. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just checks with his personality. Yeah, it's it, the most interesting thing is like this whole sewer life type of a situation. Yeah. But, and you know, you have, you know, the, the rich and wealthy who are, you know, fill, fills up that they're better than everybody else. And everybody who doesn't go along with everything is cast out, which is kind of an intriguing, you know, when we see that in many other, other movies, you know, hunger games and some other stuff where there's different society factors or one, society factor that everybody else is unaware of exists because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, uh, I'm going to go with Avengers. I knew you would. I knew you'd make the right choice. <laughs> 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 All right. Next one here, we have Iron Man versus Born Identity. I feel like this one is, this a, is a mean one. This is a hard one. This one should be a later rounds one. But yeah. Iron Man, I have a, I have a, I have a prediction. Brett was worn out with Iron Man because he watched it too many times mm-hmm. the, the year it came out. So my thoughts are, I could see you going Born Identity, but who knows? We'll see. I can mm, see I'm the know. wild card of the bunch. I like yeah, that. I yeah. Like that. Well, fantastic. I will pitch my vote for Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Iron Man, the story is fascinating from beginning to end. Like they start off the movie really well. Um, and the ending with, uh, what is his name? Is it death machine? Is that what his name is? What's the robot's name? Uh, Do they ever give a name to that, uh, Bridges character? I think they do, but Uh, I don't remember. Um, Killmonger. I don't know. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah. He, his story was a little bit like not as fun, but it was like the creation of Iron Man. That was the main story. And that's what I cared about the most. Born Identity is a little slower. Yeah. Uh, I do like the action of it. I do like the mystery of, like, who is he. But rewatchability, got to go Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, so for Born Identity, it's, to me, a a slower James Bond movie with standard James Bond movie chases. Mm -hmm. Iron Man started it all. And I really feel as though Disney and Marvel need to go back to how they told stories in Iron Man, where it's just as focusing on, and we brought this up on a previous podcast, it's just focusing on the one character. It is not introducing two new characters who also, by the way, have Disney Plus series that are going to be spinning out from it too. So I, I like that. I really feel as though... And then they nailed the casting too. I think with both yes. of them, like you know, you you say you you hear the word "born" or whatever, and you immediately think of 
Oh, what's his face? Who I can't think of his name right now. Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> and then Iron Man, like... Great casting. Like, the, the, the funny thing about it is, is, you know, I, I believe some people have found Iron Man kind of being like a B-list character in the Marvel comics, but what Robert Downey Jr. did to the role has elevated up to more of an A cast. I don't know. I, that's what I've heard people discuss. And again, I, I think for the wildness factor, I think both of them, I've uh, had my, I've watched many times. And so I'd have to go with the wowness factor for my decision. And that would be Iron Man. Iron Man is the movie, one of the movies that I regret not seeing back in 2008 in theaters. I had, I had to choose between Indiana Jones and Iron Man and I chose Indiana Jones, and oh, I, I totally man. regret it. Yeah, that was a bad, yeah, that was a bad move. <laughs> when did you regret it? The instant that he went into the refrigerator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? So um, it's funny that we mentioned this. This week, um, <clears throat> Bob Iger, who is uh-huh. the CEO of Disney, has come forth and said that um, that he's going to focus Disney, uh, I mean, Marvel and Star Wars now on quality over volume. It's so, about freaking time. I know, right? Well, they just recently hired him back, I want to say last fall. Yeah. And apparently, like, he was the owner when Disney was producing way much better content. Yeah. So good for him. And I'm grateful for him to be around. So uh, we're going to continue on with um, the Avengers now <laughs> versus Iron Man. So that's kind of fun. Iron Man easily. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to say Iron Man as well because Iron Man is just more rewatchable than the Avengers. Because the story, like I said, beginning to end, the movie is great. It's fantastic. Um, Favreau did did it right. Yes. I mean, I guess he didn't he do the Avengers too? Um, no. Um, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon did it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Favreau was, was, was great. So... I mean, your your vote here, Criddle, is is not really going to impact your much. Vote but we just want to see where you lie inconsequential. now. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I was going to go Iron Man. Okay, I believe you. I have no reason to doubt you. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy two versus Matrix. Two so totally different movies. Other uh, unpopular opinion: I like Guardians of the Galaxy two more than Guardians of the Galaxy one, and. Because I think that there's just a tad bit more humor, and I kind of almost like the soundtrack more. And but what about um, what's his name? Ego. No, ego is that his name. The um, planet. Yeah, the planet. Uh huh. Kurt Russell. That's what I was trying yeah. to get out of. You like him? Yeah. Oh, I don't care for him. Like it, everything else in the movie is great, except for I don't really. I kind of appreciate him, but like I always say it, and I'm going to repeat it numerous times. The movie's as great as their villain, and he. I just didn't really appreciate him. I mean, agents and on the other side, agent Smith, I mean, yeah, is fantastic uh-huh. that he's, fa- but here's, here's where, and I think this is, was going to, I initially wanted to go with lean towards the matrix because I do think it is more, we, we watchable. I think what for me hurts the matrix is after they did, you know, the bullet type, uh-huh. you know, bending backwards, bending backwards. It got copied 
millions of times mm-hmm. throughout movies, and it is now no longer wow and exciting yeah. or interesting. And I have to give it up for the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. So Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This one, I think... Um, oh, yeah, you got. I got to put you down for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <clears throat> Before I'm, I'm going to let Krill make the next vote, but I just want to say that this one could come down to genre a yeah. little bit. Like action, they're both actions, but comedy does, you know, lend itself to rewatchability. Yeah, I mean, The Matrix is so it, it's it's kind of a heavier message, if that makes any sense. More like like very dystopian and. Um, um, but it's very iconic, mm-hmm. like the movie itself. It was groundbreaking at the time in ni- what 1989. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, very, very. It changed movies. I mean, yes, in in general. But rewatchability, like, do when I look at Guardians of the Galaxy versus Matrix, I mean, I I, I feel like I'm leaning more towards Guardians of the Galaxy, just because Matrix. I feel like it's it, it feels longer than mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then yeah. It, if it has to be, if it's more, and I like what you said, if it's more of an iconic movie, it has to be The Matrix. But again, we're, we're talking about rewatchability, mm-hmm. and that's where, yeah, yeah. I'd go. Gar- I'm gonna go Guardians. Yeah. The also, I bring up lulls. Matrix has a, quite a few lulls in it. Um, just a lot of not. There's not enough action, or the story just kind of comes to a little bit of slowness there. Guardians is less of that. I know there are some. Um, got to point out probably one of the best scenes of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is like everything that takes place in that, like the pirate ship or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The scavengers ship. Mm-hmm. That was, that was just a great mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Well, not only that, but I love the, um, what is it? The end fight scene with baby Groot mm-hmm. and also the beginning fight scene with baby yes. Groot. Oh, the beginning was, I love that scene with baby Groot. That was great. I'm going Guardians, obviously, too. I'm All pretty right. sure you can tell. <clears throat> Matrix still a great movie, though. Yes. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Uh, by the way, for those who didn't listen to the first episode, shame on you. This what list, though, was randomized. So yes. We did not pick these, and we did not put them in the, the seeds methodically. So this is just completely random. And so this is kind of funny that Guardians of the Galaxy is up again, the number one. Against Spider-Man No Way Home. If it was any other Spider-Man, Guardians would move on. But it is Spider-Man No Way Home. Tobey Maguire eats Guardians of the Galaxy for lunch. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin eats him for lunch. Whatever his name is, Dr. Octopus eats them for lunch. Spider-Man No Way Home, 100 days out of 100. Sorry, which one is Spider-Man No Way Home? The one that came out most recently. Okay. So that movie for me was not my favorite. I don't like most of the Spider-Man movies. Like in, in hindsight, like I sure I'd like the Tommy McGuire three because they were, it was like X one through three. I like those because that's all we were given. It's Wait, like, what, what are you talking about? There's there's only two X Men movies. Oh, that's true. That's true. And th- there's only really two Spider-Man <laughs> movies. So like, you know, when you're in a desert, you'll drink anything. So that's kind of what it is for like superhero movies back in that day. There wasn't very much. You took what you got. Now that we have the plethora that we have now, 
Um, I can officially say, like, comparison to what's available, Spider-Man is definitely lower on the pole of superhero movies that I enjoy. Um, I do like the story that they bring in, you know, all the different Spider-Mans. That was awesome. Um, I think that was the only saving grace for me, though. What? Yeah. Not not Dr. Osborne? They no, say, I didn't appreciate they that. Consider, some people consider me a, a genius myself. <laughs> I, I do enjoy him and his character, but in, like, his deliveries, his... I love William Dafoe. I look forward to seeing anything with William Dafoe in it, to be honest. However, like, so his his deliveries and all that did not. So he single-handedly, in the scenes he was in, made the movie better, but his his story arc did not add anything to the movie. See, I love that. My I got I literally got chills while watching it in the movie theater the instant I saw Dr. Octopus's like tentacle arm. And then when I saw him and you're like, Ooh, that's not, that's not Norman Osborn. That's, that's green goblin. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know what they actually did right with electro and Jamie Foxx. I was very pleasantly surprised, pleased with that as well too. I have never seen that one. It's not a good one, but I still enjoy it because I do I am on the Andrew Garfield uh, bandwagon. <laughs> All right, Criddle, split decision here. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy for me was totally a surprise. Mm-hmm. They took a bunch of uh, obscure characters that very few people have he- had heard about, and they brought it to the big screen and made it something great. Um, and I really enjoyed Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy. I really liked their soundtrack, too. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I really enjoyed that movie, probably more than the the previous two. Yes, um, for sure. Um, and <clears throat> I'm gonna go on record and say that I, bu- this is an example of wh- how I think Doctor Strange works better as a side character than a main character. Um, like because in his own movies, it's he's not as interesting. Oh yeah. But when when he's a side character, like in Infinity War <laughs> mm-hmm. and in this. Or in his own sequel. <laughs> <laughs> or in his own sequel. He he's a far better character. Um and he bring I feel like he brings a lot of to the table. Um I feel like the sequel that was a horrible movie. Sorry, I, I had to get that dig in. <laughs> yes. He was I he did feel like a side character in that movie. Um I, I'm gonna have to go towards Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. No! Yes. And <laughs> two cradle. And okay. two. <laughs> We're going with rewatchability, wow. not favorites. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is so rewatchable. <laughs> so rewatchable. This is when the introduction of Groot and and uh what's his name? I can't I can't remember. Star Lord? No. Rocket. Why am I thinking of the the raccoon? Rocket. Rocket. Thank you. Rocket. You said it twice already. Um and Drax and all of that. And yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you. All right. So <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home beats Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> That's so funny that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is now going up against Spider-Man No Way Home. I would have enjoyed it better if this was Guardians 1 versus 2. But I... Criddle? No. No, Criddle. I am going Guardians 2. Brett's going Spider-Man. Criddle, what are you going for? No. 
I need to phone a friend. <laughs> call somebody called Taylor. <laughs> oh, I don't know what Taylor would pick. I feel like he'd pick. Oh man, that's a good question. What what Brett? Uh, that Brett, you're right. <laughs> Taylor pick. He texted me while we were doing the podcast. Okay, whatever he says, that's what we'll go with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we should pause this uh, quadrant to move on and wait <laughs> for a response from Criddle's phone a friend. Yep. <clears throat> okay. We can move on to the next one. <laughs> All right. Let's continue on while we wait for Taylor to respond. So we are moving on to Dark Knight versus the Infinity War, and this oh. is not a good one. This, this should be a mean. final four. This should be. This should be a final four. Oh my gosh. Oh. Man, I, I wish this was Endgame because I know exactly how easy that would be. Yeah, Endgame would be a lot easier. Uh-huh. But it's Infinity War against the Dark Knight. Oh man. If it was Infinity War against the Batman Begins, it would be easier. This feels like a one versus a one. Yeah. Okay, I gotta I gotta relive these <clears throat> these movies. Uh so Dark Knight. Uh, Joker, great performance, great storyline, great everything. Um, if you ask me, I've always thought this. Heath Ledger stole the whole show um, from Christian Bale. And, yeah, that, that, that performance was so great. Iconic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Infinity Truly. Wars. Um, remind me. I'm forgetting. How does this start out? How does the movie start out? I need to see the beginning. So it starts out on the ship that's, oh, come, that's going right. away from uh, what was um, Thor's Isengard. plan. Isengard. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it starts right off the beginning. And then he sends his like minions, right? Yes. And then Hulk's there. He can't fight. That was the one thing about Infinity War and Endgame. And I just don't like that storyline of, of the Hulk. Yeah. Be Hulk. Don't be quasi Hulk. Don't be a Hulk. pouty Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they wanted to. They wanted to make it very clear that the Hulk was not, was a fighter, but Thanos was a more tactical, skilled fighter, mm-hmm. and he was very. He, he wasn't even using the power of the of the stones at the time. Mm-hmm. So just just to be able to take down Hulk without that those that power proved that he was a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And also, I think that, you know, they had to cut off the comic book nerds right there at the beginning saying, because Hulk has, in my understanding, unlimited anger. Mm-hmm. So as he gets, he gets more angry, more angry, he gets more powerful and more powerful. And so, as you know, the comic book nerds at that point go, oh, he could he easily, you know, kill or hurt Thanos yeah. and win. So I understand. I guess that was the perspective. Like we got to make this interesting. We have to take out the person who could potentially get rid of Thanos right off the bat. Um, I think I have my answer. Um, but I'm just still thinking through Infinity War as well. Just wanted to continue to think, making sure, make the right decision. Uh, yeah, so they have oh, and then they have the sad scenes where it's happening like everywhere with Spider Man and Iron Man on uh, on I forget what the planet's called. Yeah, I don't know if that's nowhere or what. Like so, I feel like the the event the Avengers Infinity War was building up over ten years mm-hmm. of Marvel storytelling, but I remember back in two thousand eight going to the movie theater, seeing the Dark Knight, 
the opening scene mm-hmm. with the sky go- just just going through the buildings and then the then, glass breaks yeah. and you see the two guys with clown masks zipping down the line yep. and it's a bank heist going on. I mean, and then, it's so simple. And, and then, then everybody's killing everybody. And like, yeah. oh, are you, are you hard? Are you supposed to kill me? No, I'm supposed no. to kill the bus driver. Yes. And then just that <laughs> that's that I really iconic scene where the where it's zooming in on the Joker from behind. Uh-huh. We don't know it's the Joker. Yeah. Though we're we're it, we're suspected to believe it is, and just zipping through that whole scene was just like it brought you right into that Gotham City world, mm-hmm. and just how different this joker is compared to the jack nicholson joker that was that we all knew beforehand it was just like holy cow we're dealing with somebody totally different and and then props for them for bringing in scarecrow for like just one scene yeah yes that that doesn't happen very often you don't bring back somebody for one screen one scene unfortunately you bring them back and then you use and abuse them and you're like oh you like he this isn't his movie or this isn't you know we already had enough of him and so I was grateful for that as well. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to vote Dark Knight. I'm sure that was obvious. <laughs> At least I, you know, I feel it was exuding from me. So if I'm going to be completely honest, I think the Dark Knight has more lulls than Infinity War. I feel like Infinity War is more zippy. It's go, 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 because the, they have yeah. to push the story mm-hmm. forward. I feel like they're constantly on the move because they know something's coming and they're they're trying to get that that ball rolling really quickly. Um, but the Dark Knight, I... Man. Um, this might be controversial, but I might go with Infinity War, but I think the Dark Knight is a better, better movie, much better movie. So you're choosing Infinity War as your answer? Yeah, I'll pick Infinity yeah. War. It's All most right, rewatchable action movie i think i know which one you're going with so this is very hard because again the dark knight the joker is fantastic i wish that we would have gone from that to a second movie or a third movie featuring more of two-face fallout yeah i agree but infinity wars is great from the beginning to the very end and like tim said there's more lulls in the dark knight and one of my favorite things that I wish more comic book movies would do is happened in Infinity Wars. And that's why I'm going to go with Infinity Wars because I wish that they would allow the superheroes to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hate that at the very end of the movie, most of the time the villain is killed off. Like, why can't they either they either lose like their wounds and then come back or how come, you know, the heroes can't lose? I mean, technically in the Dark Knight, they lose as well because the Joker wins. Yes, the the Joker does win. But I feel as though the the buildup for and that's where I kind of fall down or fall towards Infinity Wars is because the buildup, you know, um, I like the buildup that occurred in the Captain America Winter Soldier as well as the buildup that was basically seen more in the uh, Civil War, Mm -hmm. which was just fantastic. And I just and then it just continues on from there. And again, to have the, the superheroes lose and lose big 
was just fantastic. And I, I like that you pointed out that Dr. Strange, you know, he might be a super ultra, ultra, you know, hero. He does not carry his a uh, solo movie well. No, not really. Not unless we're telling his origin story. Mm-hmm. But man, in Infinity War, he was. Yeah, you could tell he had he had been studying up, progressing, and he was a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. All right, so Infinity War moves on. Um, just so you know, so Taylor got back to us. All right, <laughs> so we're going back to Guardians of the Galaxy versus Spider Man No Way Home. Okay, that's my answer. That's your answer. Whatever he says is my answer. So I picked Guardians, uh-huh. and Brett picked Spider Man. Yes, Taylor's picked Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> way to go, Taylor. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Spider-Man, will, No Way Home will go on uh, at a later date against Iron Man. Okay, so now Jurassic World versus Justice League Snyder Cut. I, I know 100% of where hey, Brett is going to vote. This, this pains me to say this Jurassic World no. beats it. Yes, I love the Snyder Cut or whatever, but you know what? When you can t- make a modern movie and make it almost as good as the original Jurassic Park, which is... In I didn't my, even know you had this positive w- thoughts w- of which Jurassic is, World. Which is in my wheelhouse. Like, I love Jurassic Park. And for them to have a very... You know, it's basically a diet Jurassic Park. They almost <laughs> copy diet. it. Yeah. They almost <laughs> copy it, you know, scene by scene. Uh-huh. But they do retro stuff. They throw it back to the original one. And... You know, that was my childhood, and that makes it a tad bit more rewatchable. Yet, Have I seen the Snyder Cut more than Jurassic World? Yes, I have. But when I, if, I, if you were to say, watch one now, it would be Jurassic World because it just reminds me of being a teenager in the 90s. So it's a throwback Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Brad. Wow. If you would have said, put $100 on which one Brad would have picked, I would have put it on Snyder Cut. um i'm i'm probably gonna have to go jurassic world too uh if you listen to this podcast i'm not just the biggest fan of the snyder cut i mean it's better it's way better than the original by far like a hundred percent but i think i think the how long is it it's a is it four hours four hours hours, yeah i think the first two hours make it hard for me, because the first two hours is just yeah. really slow for me. I mean, I do appreciate the chapter. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Which make it which make it be- a better watch overall. But again, we're looking at rewatchability, and you, if you're gonna if watch it, yeah, I, I can't block off four hours of my life at the drop of a hat. However, I can block off like one chapter, maybe two, and then move on, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> that's how I would have. If it was possible to watch the Lord of the Rings series, that's how I would watch it. But I feel the as disc one, disc two. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh man, with the movie It, I think I only watched what was it? The first was it the first disc or VHS? Uh huh. I think that was the one I watched the most. All right, next next one, X Men First Class versus X Men Days of Future Past. That's hilarious that these ended up next to each other. Okay. I love how randomized work. I'm I'm putting my vote out right now, and it is X Men: Days of Future Past. the The stakes in it, the the whole storyline behind it, I think it is probably the best X Men movie out there. That's fair. 
That's fair. Doesn't this doesn't include you know the Deadpool's and all that stuff? I'm talking strictly X Men films. Mm-hmm. This is by far, I think, the best one. The way it starts off with the Sentinels on the on the hunt for these mutants that are trying to figure out how to just to survive, and then they find a way to um, try and stop it back in the past. And they bring in you know the other X Men, the older crew, the older crew and the younger crew merge together, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. Wolverine is the, is the yeah. I'm going to have to go with you on that one, especially because um, X-Men First Class, as great as it was, the the villain, Kevin Bacon, was not that great. And, and you know, and then one of my favorite parts in the scene or in the movie uh, for X-Men Days of Future Past was the surprise of Quicksilver mm-hmm. and their the use of Quicksilver versus how they used him in Age of Ultron. I think this one was far and away better. Yeah. Um, just it. I actually liked Quicksilver very in cool. this. Oh yeah, lot. like his story in this versus yeah, Age of Ultron, way like, better, way like billion times better. I wish that they would like Flash is being used in that way capacity a lot, in, you know, better with oh yeah, like, Justice League. It's it's so sad, you know. Hey, here's the interesting thing, you know, you have both like kind of like speedsters in both universes. Quicksilver, at least to me, is a nothing in the Marvel universe mm-hmm. for the most part. And Flash is one of the central figures because of, and I was talking to Jeremy about this, like, because w- he's asking me what my favorite uh, superheroes were. And, I'm, and I, I told him, I like Superman because he represents hope. I like Green Lanterns because they represent a hope. And I love the Flash because he represents hope. Like, at least for the, the Quicksilver in Days of Future Past, he represents comedy. But the one in the other, the the Avengers movie, he represents the Soviet Union. Yeah, he doesn't represent anything. <laughs> nope. His sister to to Scarlet Witch. He's kind of boring too. He's really boring. I was just thinking about this because, like you know, like you just said that in um, Days of Future Past, he represents comedy. How funny would it be is if Quicksilver was embodied the personality of Spider Man, the young teenage boy. Little mischievous, but yet, you know, trying to do good. Like I think that'd be hilarious to see a young boy have that power to be fast, yeah, almost mm-hmm. invisible in a sense. Like because you can do things. That'd be great. I mean, think of this is really going off. Um, think of the the Incredibles. The boy, he's he's essentially that fast, and mm-hmm. he when he like puts tacks on the teacher's chair, mm-hmm. it's funny. I, yeah, I think that'd be fun. Anyway. So I forgot whose vote didn't we get? I have not gotten mine. I go for, I had to quickly do a quick brief up on which one was which. Cause I remember first class, but future past. The only thing I remember is they took me, uh, cause I accidentally bought the rogue cut thinking that it was something different. And it is just seven minutes with rogue (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I kind of was like, irked by that but uh yeah x-men days of future past is better okay all right and so now um let's see we'll just finish this one whoops we are going to do ragnarok versus jurassic park now so this one's an interesting one because thor ragnarok the best by far thor movie standalone thor movie um I actually love this. This this is my favorite. The this this um, this is the gold bloom bracket right here. Oh, it is the gold bloom <laughs> bracket. He's 
<laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's more Goldblum in Ragnarok than uh, Jurassic Park. Well, no, no, I don't know. I I don't know. It, it, oh, I mean, I yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Yep. Yes. If and you know, the more hateable Goldblum is Jurassic Park, <laughs> for me. <laughs> I mean, he's a villain in Thor Ragnarok, but I wanted him to die in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I have to say it's kind of snarky though, which is pretty great. <laughs> these two movies as rewatchabilities should be further along in this, like going against each other because they both are a lot of these movies were action movies. They were great. They're not, but when we're talking about rewatchability, these two, I feel like are pretty high on the, on the rewatchability scale. Yeah. So which one is more rewatchable? That so Jurassic Park, nostalgic, nostalgia there for like my childhood and the fact that I don't I've tried to figure Brett I don't even know if you've ever tried to count how many times we saw this in the movie theater so many times my favorite time that we saw it in the movie theater is when we went up to Logan, Logan. yeah I remember and that. the people that we were staying with would not allow like their 15 year old to go see it and like I was like 12 or 13 you were like eight yeah and We'd already seen it, and they were like, "Well, what should we go see? Should we see and, you know some insert like you know Beauty and the Beast or some Disney movie?" And me and Jeremy are like, "No, we're, Jurassic Park. It rocks." And and the people that we we're staying with are like, "But it's so scary." And Jeremy goes, "It's awesome." I mean, I was scared of it, but oh yeah, and he, and he admitted he was just like, "It gave me nightmares," and he's like, "But I want to watch it." Yep. So great. Um, as far as rewatchability goes. The, the, there are lulls, but lulls are my childhood. <laughs> so it's like, uh, um, there, there's the boy and the girl that, you know, in hindsight, they're just <laughs> kind of annoying somewhat. I don't know if you disagree with that. But. No, they are like, but I, I feel as though they serve their, pur- they've served yeah. their purpose leading up to the T-Rex thing. And then at least from, for me, they they got annoying post because now we needed to, you know, highlight the girl and her sensitivity and the, mm-hmm. the boys and, you know, had to point out how reckless the boy is. And then, of course, he gets shocked by the electric fence, which yeah. was just like, get off. Why don't you know to get off? And it's, yeah, well, like the, the going, er, 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 like, come on, jump. Yeah, he was too afraid to. Yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Great Thor movie. Um the best that, that's movie. the one that he starts off tied up in the like that lava monster, I want to say, kind of place. Yes. Upside down. And there's so much good humor in there. The re- there's the reenactment of I think it was the first Thor that Matt Damon and I want to say Liam Hemsworth did with um the guy from also Jurassic Park. What's his name? The the main guy. Sam Neill. Sam Neill's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So if if you remember like when Loki is pretending to be uh, Odin, oh, I think it is. That's yep. right. They're watching. They're watching this play play out, and these are all. That's people. right, because Odin dies shortly at the very beginning of it. Right? Yes. No. Odin dies well towards no. the beginning. It kind of, but it's later on. Like he was, uh, he's off into the world. He's on yeah. Earth. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's on Earth at this point. So <laughs> that's funny. There's two people that cross over in this movie: Sam Neill and Goldblum. Mm. Um, so yeah, and then 
you have the Loki story, then you got Helena, which uh, Helena is not as fun for me as a, as a bad guy when I think about it. Another example of Doctor Strange being a better side character. Yeah. Yeah. He pops up for like a hot second. Oh, this is a hard one. I don't think I'm ready to 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 say anything. Is anybody else ready? See, well, for me, it's an easy one because out of the two, and I will say Thor Ragnarok is the better Thor movie, but I've only seen it once. And, and you could say, well, you know, Jurassic Park's been around longer, but for as good as it was, because I walked out of the theater going, that was great, and then I bought it, and then I never watched it. Mm-hmm. Like, Jurassic Park is to me more rewatchable and maybe it's you know the whole childhoodness or whatever but i have to go with jurassic park just want to bring up thor ragnarok this is where korg is introduced Mm -hmm. and this is obviously where the battle of thor versus um hulk is so amen um (laughs) so uh, rewatchability is is tough i mean with with thor i feel like it's 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 the the story is just at a nice constant progression. Um, I really do like Loki in the movie a lot. Um, I I really like Thor and Loki's dynamic, like oh, yeah. Hiddleston and and Hemsworth. I think mm-hmm. they just they're a great pair, and far and away the best Thor movie out of all four of them, in my opinion. Um, oh, I forgot there is the new one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that more than a lot of people say. They're like, oh, that's a, that's a horrible one. I'm like, it's I not en- horrible. It's it's entertaining. I enjoyed it. It's just, I think this one's better. It's better than number one and number two, if you ask me. Yes. But yeah, Ragnarok put it so high that it was like, oh. I'm going to go Thor Ragnarok. Oh, it comes down to me, huh? All right. Pressure's on. I... I think I know. I know which one my wife would pick. My wife would pick Thor Ragnarok. She loves that movie. Um, Jurassic Park is so great, and and there's a little nostalgia. Now, Brett, you brought up the fact that like this is older. I feel like that can work against it or for it. Yeah. That because either you're tired of it, and so it's less rewatchable, or it's nostalgic, so it's more rewatchable. So it could go either way there. I also think the dinosaurs might be the best in Jurassic Park. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think there's something to say about less like actual dinosaur props rather than just 100% Mm -hmm. CGI. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg did it right. Far and away. And it, I, my, my kids watch it quite a bit. And so they, but I mean, I watch it and I'm like, man, the love they put into those dinosaurs Mm -hmm. in the first one is far, far and away better than what they're putting out now. Oh, yeah. I think I just have like a sliver leaning one direction. It is so close in my mind. So incredibly close. I'm going Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. I did not see that coming. It it was just, it's so difficult there. All right, back to uh, Infinity War now versus Jurassic World. Will Jurassic Park meet Jurassic World in the next round? We I don't know. I, I see right now the Infinity Gauntlet, Snap, Jurassic World just faded from existence. <laughs> <laughs> it got dusted. Yeah, I kind of see the same thing too. <laughs> yep. All right. All three of us going for Infinity World versus Jurassic <laughs> World. Infinity War moves on. So Jurassic World will not meet. It's on a mission. It's young, it's older brother Jurassic Park. All right. Now X-Men Days of Future Past versus Jurassic Park. Oh. This is also a tricky one now. This is hard. This is hard. Hmm. Rewatchability, though. I've said it in the last previously but i think days of future past for me is i think more rewatchable 
but I think Jurassic Park might be the better movie. I uh, you got a point there. I'm gonna go with Jurassic Park only because I'm still irked about the Rogue cut. <laughs> <laughs> so they just had seven more minutes with Rogue on a side. It? It's like a side mission for her. Oh, yeah. is it? Uh-huh. It really had, didn't really make. It didn't any, change anything. It, it changed nothing. It, just a minute. Like I remember the side, like where she goes and like assassinates some Russian. That's not the one, is it? That's. She. This is a. Oh wait, is it Rogue is in the future with Professor Xavier as he's sending? That's Mystique. Mystique. Oh in the yeah, back. I'm thinking Mystique. That's yes. Rogue's in the future. Why did I think Rogue was Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Who's Rogue? <laughs> Rogue. Uh, that's well, why it's called the Rogue Cut because <laughs> it, if you didn't watch it, you really did not see her. And if you didn't see it, you didn't miss anything. She basically comes in while they're trying to send, you know, Wolverine's consciousness back. And she comes and t- does some talking, and then she helped amplifies, I think, Xavier's powers to s- help Wolverine's consciousness go back. I, I, it's not like it's like that. That was it. That's the road cut. That's what I spent another extra nine ninety nine on. <laughs> All right, I am going. I think I've only seen X Men: Days of Future Past once. I'm surprised how much I remember of that movie. Uh, Just Park, I've seen him many, many, many times. Uh, I'm going to say Jurassic Park. I also appreciate the beginning of Jurassic Park, how it just oh, brings yes. you into that world. There's mm-hmm. the there's this dinosaur that you don't see in this cage, and yet it's people all around are freaked out and shoot her. Huh? It was a, it was also really cool sounds like in the theater, just like the the sound of the raptor. Oh yes, oh the sound of the raptor was cool, like. Obviously, they came up with somebody had to come up with that sound. Yeah. What does a raptor sound like? All right. So that wraps this up. So just to give you um, an update of where we are from last episode, I don't want to tell you because you need to go listen to it. Ha! Spoiler. This episode, we're ending with Iron Man versus Spider Man No Way Home and Infinity War versus Jurassic Park. This is what? Uh, Sweet 16 is where we are right yeah. now. Okay. And Actually, then, no, we're at the Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Okay. Yep. All right. And then next week, we will do the other side of the bracket, the top of it. So if you're a visual person like me. um, Yeah. Any thoughts before we leave this bracket aside for a week? No. it's I, When we get to the final, final round, I think there's going to be have to be lots of homework. Yep. Homework. Learning fun okay all right now it's time for one recommendation all right i don't know what to recommend uh i recommend moving out of an hoa that's what i recommend (laughs) (laughs) i i hate (laughs) hoas uh i i wanted to sell my place a while ago and i'm like no i have a good house payment blah 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine and then i get this and it's like i knew it i was right yeah, but le- the the likeliness of you going into another HOA is pretty high. Oh yeah, because that's the way the world's going, which is kind of dumb. Yep. We're all just in a fear of our neighbor not taking care of their lawn or crap like that, and so we feel like HOAs are the answer. It's like, come on, no, come on. I have the good thing is I haven't gotten an HOA notice in forever. Like, I mean, I get the no- normal notifications of like, hey, you paid your monthly fee, and this is the activities we're doing. 
But <laughs> when I first moved here, I swear I got like notifications all the time. Uh, you you need to pull your weeds. Um, you need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, come on. What does your HOA fee go to? Do you have like some sort of clubhouse? We will. Oh, you will. We're gonna have a lake. Oh. We're gonna have a um. What are they called? We're gonna have like I guess I I imagine this is gonna be made out of cement. They said there's gonna be like a permanent cornhole station. Ooh. There's gonna be a pickleball courts and lots of other like horseshoe kind of like that kind of stuff. Okay. But it's going to be yeah, by a lake. And there's going to be a couple parks. Like there's going to be a nature reserve park where they're just going to leave it obviously as is. I'm like, that doesn't cost money to maintain. Just leave it as is. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure that nobody throws garbage in it. And then, yeah, it's a five acre lake, which I'm still trying to comprehend how big that is. So probably not that big as I'm thinking it is. Anyway. Um, my recommendation, um, I feel like I had a non-recommendation this week, but I don't recall it. So my recommendation right now, there's some audiobooks I like listening to, and I do like, you could call them self-help books, and you can call, um, uh, to me, some of them are inspiring. I enjoy them. I'm just going to spew some of them out because I don't want to do these one by one. I don't think they're of that much value to spit them out one by one. But so the one I'm just about wrapping up now is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. So great, mo- great audiobook. Great. Um, obviously, if you don't like the F word, don't listen to it because it's plastered throughout. Um, if you like stories about what's it called um, about kind of like hostage negotiations, but yet learning how to self-improve uh, never splitting the difference is a fantastic audiobook. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend this guy was the top FBI hostage negotiator. And he likens that to our personal lives, whether it be if <laughs> Your parent, you're a parent and a kid negotiation, or it's a business deal negotiation. And he always tells these crazy stories that happen. So those are the two audiobooks that I'd recommend. Uh, one I'd recommend over the other is Never Split the Difference. Um, I would listen to that one over and over and over and over again, to be honest, because it's fantastic. So there you have it. Crittle? Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to recommend Apple products. Amen. I like Apple products. I like their watch. I like their phone. I like their computers. I deal with the, with Macs at, or not Macs. I deal with the PCs at work, and it just makes me appreciate Macs more. It's, it's so funny because when, uh, I want to say it was 2008, something like that. No, it was 2009. I remember. And I'm just going back into this world in mind. I was the biggest advocate for Windows and anti-advocate for Mac. Hated Mac. So I wanted, I think I wanted a new computer at that point. I went to Best Buy. And I don't know how I struck struck up a conversation with the Mac guy. Because you know they have Best Buys, they have a Mac section. Uh-huh. And and so I went back and forth with him on like, this is why Windows is better. And he's like, this is why Mac's better. And we went back and forth, back and forth. <sighs> and I was pretty nerdy at that time. 
And so I went and I was like, I left the day feeling defeated. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back tomorrow. I'm going to struggle him. And so I went back the next day and it just a little bit left that I had in me and I tried to fight and he won and I walked away with a Mac (laughs) and I have never looked back. Like it was funny the day I set up my computer. I mean, obviously if you ever set up a Mac computer, it takes like no time. Yeah. And I I looked at it. I'm like, okay, my computer's working. It's doing everything it's supposed to. I'm going to go outside and do stuff. (laughs) Cause like my windows computer, I always configured it. I always modified it in some way. And it kept me busy, and it was I was never pleased with it. But a Mac, it's there. Some people like the fact that Androids, like with their phones, are super configurable. I actually like that they put guardrails on me so that, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. It, that's a time suck if I'm just sitting here modifying the way something looks or does things. Nope, they know what we want. They give it to us, and they don't let us get outside the bounds. That way, we can enjoy life. Uh, so yeah. I am pro Mac. I like the ecosystem. Also the price. I understand the price is much higher than others, but you get what you pay for, honestly. Um, yeah. It just, if you have a old Mac computer, don't uh, have Jeremy around it because he'll tell you, <laughs> yeah. he'll just whisper sweet nothings into its ear and be like, Oh wait, how I, old are you? I do have the option of not working anymore. <laughs> And then it will cease working. It's not polite to ask for the computer's age. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last computer, which was the same age as Brett's last computer, that one lived on for more than a decade. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great computer all the way. Like I, it just finally just limitations were too much. I was like, okay, I can't play, I can't play this, or I can't put this app on here, whatever it may be. But honestly, it worked till the end just fine. Yeah. I, I still have it. Yep. Well, why, I think you should just go into it and just whisper, like, I can't believe you're this. <laughs> just poof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you get out of here and you have a good week. Or-